That's what I... No? You sure? Yeah, I, yeah, I really wouldn't use it. You could get yourself into a lot of trouble using that. You're listening to Improphecy. I'm so sorry about that, John. Well, so unprofessional. You can... Uh, you're, you're the editor, so you can cut out Luna. Yeah, I could. Or leave her in. And it depends on how the episode goes, mate. If that's the best of our content, then uh, then perhaps leave her in. She she happens every episode. Well, cats have been a bit of a feature. They're actually the uh, you know the the only other people that have ever been on our pods, apart from all the wonderful well, the characters that we've created. First guests. First guests. Well, going back to your pimp, John. Yeah. Um, what we're doing, of course, is we are going through the alphabet A to the Z. Yes, but what's that alphabet doing? Uh, that is, it is thinking about um, one letter at a time things um, in the world of improv that begin with those letters and just having little chatsies about them. Yeah. Exploring, talking, seeing what you think, seeing how we can apply those things to life, to stage, to screen. To... This is why I don't do this bit, Pat. That's why I don't <laughs> do it because I just waffle and then deliver incredibly slowly at the end of sentences. <laughs> Well, I was going to help you out. The, the last one that we did was L, and that was listening. And I'm really glad that you have listened in all of those intros that I've done, or whatever it is now, 14-odd. But this one is after L comes M. M. Yes. I've got a fun one that's got nothing to do with uh, improv. Mizzle. Mizzle? It means light drizzle. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Apparently, we're like Eskimos are for snow. We have the same for rain. What, multiple versions of it? Well, we don't just say it's raining, do we? We have quite a few. Go on, then. Go on, then, Pat. Go on, then. Okay, well... Whoa, 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 whoa. One at a time, okay? Oh, sorry. One at a time, okay? No hesitation. No No repetition, okay? It's raining. It's drizzling. It's mizzling. It's pissing it down. It's chucking it down out there. It's raining cats and dogs. It's wet. It's misty. Oh, the external is moist. Oh, is that wet rain? Oh, it's sideways rain. It's the dry kind of rain. It's the, like melty hail. <laughs> no. I'm going to use that one. Hesitation and a pause. Okay, oh. I think we all knew. I think we were quite terrible about with that, really. I think before Stare we rods? Were, before... <laughs> before Brain without the B. Okay, um, yes, M anyway is, of course, monologue we're going to go with, which is uh, probably something our listeners weren't expecting to hear. Um, and I'm going to make that a little bit more specific. Okay. By talking about, or we're going to talk about the truth monologue. Ah. The truthful monologue, um, which really is um, when you are inspired by an ask for, um, yes. it usually happens at the beginning of long form improvisation, mm-hmm. um, is where I've seen it the most, or medium form improvisation. Yeah. Um, a truthful monologue is um, something that is truthful, that the, the, um, the backline, okay, or the troupe, or the rest of the play is going to be based on, really. So there'll be yep. a monologue that will be um, delivered, and it'll just be some ideas. So if you get, I don't know, perhaps a, a non-geographical location from your audience, um, as soon as the um, someone from the backline is inspired, they step forward and they start delivering about that location. And it is truthful, it's honest, it's the last memory, it's a story about it. It could be multiple stories, you know. Truthful monologues is really a very, very open place, I, I find. Um, you know, on stage is very, very intimate, possibly the most intimate 
um, because all performance drops and I just start talking about whatever. And if I make a mistake or if I forget halfway through, I talk to the audience. I ask them questions. I ask the backline questions. If I, you know, I don't understand, mm. it really is a no pressure, you know, monologue, a truthful monologue. I do like it. I will say though, um, when I was a, a, a performer, a, a younger performer, right. I'm early in my improv career. Couple of years I, ago. I witnessed people doing this and I thought, wow, these monologues that people are delivering, they're incredibly truthful. They yeah. are. Um, and I was like, they're just delivered so beautifully. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, this is such good acting. Wow. Um, and I thought, wow, you know, and, but I, I didn't know they were actual, actually true, like truth, like real. Someone might have even said a truthful monologue and I was like, you're describing the way I should deliver the monologue as if it were real not factual no so no one really corrected me so i'm on stage at this tiny little i think it was a tiny little cafe it wasn't even like a it was no stage it was just a floor a bunch of couches and people just chilling um, all over like you could literally smell people um and they ask for happens and i go in and deliver this monologue um, as you know, as, as the way I've observed it in the past, and uh-huh. talked about my series of wives and how I met my wife, and um, and then I, how I got divorced, and all these yeah. things, huge delivery. Um, yeah. And then right at the very end, I think of the night, one of the audience came up to me and said, "Wow, I didn't realise that you were married more than once." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> What? And then one of the troop came up to me and go, oh, I didn't realise that this and all these things that I said in there, yeah. obviously, it's all fabrication. I just delivered them in a very, very truthful way, which, you know, I don't wow, think is... Wow, kudos it's just, to you. Yeah. Well, no, it's just an unheightened way, isn't it? It's like yeah. not, nothing theatrical whatsoever. Um, yeah. And almost like, you know, there's no way that can't be true because it's nothing... Uh, premeditated or preempted mm. or, or, or dramatized about it i think is this is what i observed that's what i observed i go truthful mind like it's something that lacks any arrogance and ego and mm. almost tension and uh, performance and and it, and being an actor but yeah fun fact yeah. about the truthful monologue my first delivery um, but it is a great um pool puddle of stimulus i'm um, the truthful monologue yes this is exactly the start the stimulus it's taking that single word and just allowing all of the rest of your troop all of the rest of the people in your group to listen to do the last letter and Mm. sit there and take whatever they want to take grab all those little tails and try and tie them off it's a perfect way to start and obviously because it's done so often there's so many troops that just do that that's their that's their form so m is all of a sudden being a bit broader for me actually as we discuss it a little bit more um i know that i've stretched monologue a little bit with a with a, a cheeky t word to um to you know turn it into truthful monologue but also um internal monologue is an important thing i think in improv it is mm. um because we and we've spoken about it before on the pod we've spoken about behavior yes and, um, yes we have definitely and behavior i think is 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 a really really important part and sometimes you know that um, that internal monologue it's really important to remember i do have a bit of a theory on you know sometimes that sort of panic tension anxiety worry of going onto stage um without a script makes you a little bit frantic and sometimes your mind yeah. can can become quite frantic and forget to pause forget yeah. to listen forget to slow down and it's really strange there are some characters that are frantic and if you're are you know in that vibe or if you're stimulated to do that's absolutely fine but sometimes to slow a, an improvised scene down with a pause 
or a bit of movement or a bit of behavior helps you to process it gives you more time to process it's almost making it a little easier not that that's what we do it for at all but it does if we slow down we do make it a little easier so there's two m's for you there although um, the only thing differentiating is what goes before them the truthful monologue and of course the internal monologue something not to forget and i will just go or will just remind that if we use these things a few times they become instinctive and become part of your practice um, and you yeah. can you can show different scenes, you know, and that's what we want to see, isn't it? When I'm certainly as a performer, I'm very conscious and aware that I want to scene one is a, is a new character, a new temperament, a new vibe. Um, scene two yeah. is, is it shows variety. It shows breadth in my ability as an, as an actor. Uh, and how am I going to get that breadth is by utilizing technique. Um, I think that is another M, isn't it? What you're saying about... Uh... I'm. I might be really right. I swear it's another M. It's um, menopause, isn't it? But, uh, uh, well, like a mental pause. Oh uh, right, no, I no, not usually how we uh, we you know no? not the description for a mental pause is a menopause. Uh, That's uh, what I no. You sure? Yeah I, yeah, I really wouldn't use it. You could get yourself into a lot of trouble <laughs> using that. You could. Ah, menopause. Um, every time, uh, every time, you know, your mum pauses for a certain length of time. Um, yeah. No, they're not going to get your justification um, no? with that one. I don't, well, you know, you know what, actually, listeners, try it. <laughs> try it. <laughs> you know what? Try it. Try it. You might like it. Oh. No. Um, but uh, yeah, two M's there, two M's. So truthful monologue, internal monologue, and mental pause. pause. Two and a half. We'll stretch it to two and a half if that's what you want. In the next episode. Flipping, slip that in without me noticing. Cheeky. Um, it is um, going to be... <laughs> I think that works. Yeah, I <laughs> think... Yeah, that one was. Huh? Yeah. Yeah.